Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Wake January. Finally, it's coming to an end. The, uh, now, of course, the rains will start tomorrow. The skies will open up. Uh, allegedly, it's going to be pretty bad. You're listening to Ben and Woods 97.3 The Fan. Great to be here with you. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindel. He is the executive producer. Benjamin Higgins is your friendly, very friendly, creamy. You, you look like you're Greek when you're out in the sun. I mean, he gets a nice color. But you don't actively rip your shirt off, go into the backyard, and lay lay out. All right, well, we've got to. I do not. I do not ever just lay out. What's well, really not that good not for healthy, you yeah. to just lay out in the sun. I use but sunscreen I lo- I when I go out and play golf. I love to have some color because my. Le- but you do need some vitamin D from the sun. Oh wow, you are very very creamy. <laughs> That's like blinding Dude, on the YouTube stream. Why do you think I never wear shorts ever? Couple of medical updates here. Okay, good. Uh, from first of from our, our girthy tier ones. Yeah, they are so girthy. Dan says, I had sports hernia surgery last year. And he says, it's no joke. The doctor says, three months, you sh- cannot lift anything heavier than a gallon of milk. Do not pick up anything. Okay, so, maybe I don't have it. You, uh, I mean, you know, Corey Seager is going to have to recover from that kind of surgery. And then um, I just got a text from uh, Mark Loretta, who's uh, caught the Just for Men discussion. <laughs> Says, as long as we're talking about men's health here, hernias, etc., he wants to know what is 
Dupatrin's contracture, Woods. Every time that West Coast men's health spot is on, he's yeah. mesmerized by the term. It is a uh, it is a pain in your hands, and your hands actually will start to almost turn into like a claw, like one finger. I learned my dad has it. His 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 pinky finger is like bent, and he can't he can't straighten it out. It's, it's just gnarly, like stays man. This way the whole time now. Yeah, I don't. Even I don't when he, like plays golf. I said, "Go well, West Coast Men's Health." Yeah, just get a little look. He said they do therapy. surgery, but it doesn't really help. So it must be the uh, the acoustic wave therapy to yeah. straighten out your fingers it can, a little bit. It, it, it can help with that certainly, and also other things. Speaking of girth and whatnot, but uh, <laughs> great, great to be here with you guys this morning. I I love Mark Loretta so much. He's literally <laughs> one of my favorite humans on the planet, and. Sneakily, one of the funnier dudes you will ever meet in your entire life. Why don't you call in right now, Mark? We got nothing to do. Yeah, eight three three two eight eight. Mark knows my dad. Sees him at the golf course. Yeah. So you can ask him next time about his Dupatrin's contracture. He can even show you what it looks like. Now he still gets around the golf course okay, despite it. So. In fifteen minutes, that dude yeah. will rip eighteen holes on you. And, and the by the way, congratulations to. Uh, to fantasy champion manager yeah. Mark Loretta, along with Mark Grant. He's Their the team best, man. won the title uh, earlier this month in Peoria, Arizona. Just the best. The low ride in mud flaps. That's right. That's right. You got guys lost of, it. Got rid of us. Got rid yeah. of us. Won a championship. It happens. <laughs> it happens. Doesn't sound good when it happens. It's not necessarily because of... Your departure that they won be. the championship, it but people, by people in sports I've noticed like to try to connect dots oh. and make it make one equals the the other, even though that's not always the case. Well, it, we talk about a lot on this show because again, I, I mean, tomorrow, like Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah, oh, they had a, he came back this year. And the Padres were worse. Right, uh, must be something that Fernando did Correct. this year. Is he? Is he bad chemistry for the team? Is he? Is there something a problem that he's causing? Ronald Acuna Jr. doesn't always it, work like no, that. It's just sports. baseball, man. It's just sports. It, there's a couple of things going on right now in the world of sports that um, I know is part of the canon. I know it's part of the we have to do it. If I have to watch another debate about has Brock Purdy silenced the haters? <laughs> has is Lamar Jackson a terrible quarterback now? It, it, listen, I think athletes like most of us, Ben and, and Paulie, you're judged you're judged game by game. If you win, great job. If you lose, poor job. You know what I'm saying? Like the Brock Purdy discourse. The Lamar Jackson discourse, the the all the discourse going on up to the Super Bowl is going to make me insane. It's um, it's there are a few mysteries in sports that, as fans, even as you know, GMs and players, that never totally get solved. Even the championship teams sometimes can't explain what it was that went right. Because then, why can't you duplicate it the next right. year? Oftentimes, you bring back pretty much the same guys and. It's not there. The magic is not there anymore, and it becomes, you know, it's a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and, and you're just trying to figure out what's going on. Which it, is that who I think it is? It is. Ah, it, it is. This guy. It is. This all right, is connoisseur of all things uh, contracture out there and uh, fantasy champion manager <laughs> Mark Loretta is calling in here on 97.3 The Fan. Lo, good morning to you. 
Gentlemen, I use, use the team the term very loosely. Yes. Good morning. How are you? Where are you heading? Down to the golf course? Uh, I'm playing golf today, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've got uh, our CEO, Eric Gruppner, uh Josh Muse, who is involved with I know Sipon. Josh, yeah. Uh, Josh, great dude. And uh, Servando Carrasco, who is married to um, Alex Morgan. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, not that that makes that's what he's all you know the other thing he's done. Fine, no, I'd be no, happy to be it, known for that. That's, it, it, yeah, uh, you can call no me Mister Morgan, but for all I care, the plus one. How's Group Dog? That's what, it, hold uh, on, I want to know how. Is how's Group Dog is as uh, with the sticks? Yeah, you know what he's um, he hasn't had a chance to play much. <clears throat> excuse me, in the last few years, as you would imagine, but played a lot growing up, and uh, he wants to get back into it. I'd say he's probably about a. I'd, I'd go. 12 to 15 handicap. Oh, me and him. So, me v group uh, will be, it will change lives. Me against Eric Gruppner. For control, exactly, of, one on one. for control of the team, I think is probably the, we'll call it the match. Yeah, <laughs> CEO for a day. He's in here schlepping radio and I'm running the team. I'm all about it, man. We'll tell, please tell everyone uh, we say hi, man. What, uh, what, have you, yeah. what have you been doing? Now, I know, so for you, special assistant, um, you know, you're in the organization what does that translate to like what are your duties over the 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 upcoming months here are you going to make it out to spring training is, is that required of you yeah i am actually yeah so i'm excited this year i'm, I'm getting back with the player development group uh nice. riley westman benny lopez those guys you, you guys heard benny out in, out in uh fantasy camp he's unbelievable the the uh <clears throat> the camp coordinator so good and uh, so I'm going to spend most of March with with those guys, with players and staff, and then kind of be a little bit of a of a liaison between kind of the minor league system and and the and the big league coaching staff. You know, particularly Mike Mike Schilt's very involved, has been the last couple of years on the on the player development side, and and I think he wants to keep real real close tabs on that. So I'll I'll be you know kind of briefing him back and forth and, and spending time with those guys. So looking forward to that. That's kind of what he did the last two years. He he'd go back and forth between minor leaguers and big leaguers. And we just saw the announcement of the player development and minor league staffs yesterday with some uh, big leaguers, including Craig Stammen taking on a, a yeah. symbol and AJ Ellis and, and Alan Craig. There's a lot of guys uh, with good big league experience that are going to be helping out uh, Mark with the Padres this year. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the idea is to fill fill some of the stuff that Mike was doing the last couple of years. And you're right, those three guys, you know, those, those pretty recent big leaguers are going to, I think, spend a lot of time around the big league staff and, and big league players. You know, Craig, of course, well-respected, uh, tremendous, you know, reliever, just retired, can give a lot of help, I think, to that bullpen group. So uh, it's going to be a good good mix, I think, with the staff. You know, it's funny. You're talking to Mark Loretta here on Ben and Woods this morning. Uh, he is a guy, Craig Stammen's name was brought up by probably 10 big leaguers I've talked to about guys that they absolutely adored, adored, and, and what a great leader he was, um, you know, down in the bullpen and taking on any role the Padres needed him, you know, uh, to, to do. What about him makes him so special as a leader? I think just he's the ultimate teammate guy. He's the ultimate team guy. He just, um, you know, he cares about everybody. He, he's involved with everybody. He's not just tunnel vision, you know, on his own career, which which a lot of guys can get into. I, I was probably guilty of that. You, you get so focused on on what you're doing, it's it's hard to see the big picture. But you know, he's just a, a well-rounded guy. He's got a lot of interest outside of baseball, and and uh, he's uh, he's also very accountable. You know, he, when he's 
when he's struggling or not doing well, I mean, he's the first to tell you. He doesn't hide behind anything. He's always, you know, out front with the media, and, and guys appreciate that. You know, while we're talking to Mark Loretta, just called in this morning, and we had the discussion last week. You brought up the name Craig Stammen, that to be a leader – do you have to be like one of the better players Dude, as well? And, yes. And no offense to Craig Stammen, who was actually a very solid reliever for many years mm-hmm. in his career, but he was generally kind of the long guy out of the bullpen, not considered like the most essential guy on a team necessarily, but he was, in fact, a leader. How much? It- I mean, we had talked to somebody out at fantasy camp, like our first day, who was very much in the know of the clubhouse, and he goes, it was a huge loss. Like, losing that voice yeah, a massive. couple of years ago, like, he was the guy it, Yeah, in, the in your mind, Mark, you know, how, how important was it that the leaders of the team had to be some of the star better good. players, or <laughs> did they not? Could it be the 25th guy on the roster who could be the leader sometimes? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, something I've thought about a lot. Uh I think it certainly helps if if you are you know a star player and, and and you take on that leadership role and guys really really focus and gravitate to you. But I think if you're a really special guy like like a Stamen, what I what I feel is like he's the go-to guy for the rest of the team, right? So even if he's you know not Trevor Hoffman or or not the the closer, just the way he carries himself, the way he's willing to to do a lot of things uh, you know outside of the ordinary. Uh, the way he interacts with the players, that, 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 that's how he leads. Um, now, I, I, ideally, you know, I was talking to, uh, way back, I was talking to Danny Ferry, who was the GM of the you know, San Antonio Spurs, and he said, look, you know, we've gotten so lucky by having a, a steady group of guys like David Robinson and, and Duncan and these guys who are not only our best player, but also our best worker and our greatest leader. So if you have that combination, that's gold. But it can work the other way. Yeah, and it's it's weird too because if there's a guy that's making a ton of dough and he's a really valuable leader, I'm not naming anyone specifically. You could probably read between the lines, Padres fans. But he's making a ton of dough, and he's a good leader, and everybody loves him, and he's beloved in the clubhouse. But the play suffers, but the money doesn't stop coming in, but the play is suffering, and he's not performing as well as he could. People still will look to that guy as like, oh no, he's the best. We got to have him out there. That's that's the weird part for me to reconcile, though. Well, and, that, and that's the hardest time to lead, right? When you're not when you're not playing yes. personally well, hundred percent. I mean, and that's and that's I think what what makes you know good leader good leaders great is they're they're able to still you know be that positive influence on other guys when their you know their own performance is struggling because it's hard, man. When you're when you're struggling, you never think you're going to get hit again, or you know you're going to get anybody out. It's uh, it's not easy to get outside of yourself, and that's what great leaders do. You should see Ben when he struggles. Holy cow, man! It is like a it's like a tornado in here. <laughs> he it's rarely like, struggles. Come on, yeah, guy doesn't sure. have any gray hair. He's as solid as solid as a rock, my friend. I just bring up since you're well, on hey, your I'm way. To- I'm really glad you you straightened out the Dupachin's contractor yeah, you're because you know, with West Coast Men's Health, I, I just assumed. It was a male else. problem. Yeah, yeah. I was I was always thinking, man, contracture can't be a good thing. Bad. Uh, yeah. So, but I'm glad it's I'm glad it's just about the hands. Well, that's that's good. Good luck. I Adam. mean, I'm not glad. I'm I'm, I'm sorry for people who suffer from <laughs> yeah, it. Of yeah. course, like your dad. I don't want to make light of it. No, but, no. But uh, it's not it's that part. It's not that part of the anatomy that we're talking right. about. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, we'll have a good round of golf. I don't know if you heard us talking about it earlier this week. Uh, we took Woods out. We went to the farms last Friday. Ate Woods alive. I would rather have <laughs> lit cigarettes put out on me than ever play there again. Bring a basket of balls because I did. lose them all. 30, uh, and I lost every single one of them. I lost 10 <laughs> balls in four holes. The old 30-pack. The old, the old 30 30-pack. <laughs> It was terrible, dude. Terrible. So, well, I hope you don't have golf on the calendar for Thursday. It looks like it's going to be a washout. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Bad. Well, Mark, we'll uh, hopefully you, see you out at spring training. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for calling in. We appreciate it. All right, guys. Thank you. Oh, there's Mark Loretta. The GOAT. Checking in just uh, randomly here on a Wednesday morning. Yeah, man. It's, it's, I was thinking about that, Benny, and I, I want to ask that question at spring training. You know, it just... It certainly makes sense, and the Spurs comp is a really great one. I mean, you hit the jackpot with those two guys. They make the most money. They also work the hardest, and they're the best leaders. Zero ego. That's yeah, yeah, zero ego. How can I help? How can I help us get better? Holy cow. But when the play starts, I, I never thought of it like what Lowe just said. A guy that can still lead even when his performance is in the crapper is, is pretty valuable. And I think you guys know who I'm talking about. You know, but um, It's Eric Hosmer. <laughs> His name rhymes with Schmerich Schmajmer. <laughs> no, I, and, but those players, there would they would be mad when he didn't play, and that's the that's the hard part for me to to wrap my head around. Sometimes uh, Guzinator wants to know: Did that call break our interview streak? Yeah. I would say no. No, it wasn't we didn't scheduled? schedule an interview. That's a tier one calling in just because he happens to be True. a little more well known yeah. doesn't make that an interview. That was just a caller. Impr- calling- I love an impromptu. Call. Calling in to the show this morning. Now, we do have a guest coming up at 9 o'clock, scheduled at least. Xavier Scruggs, former big leaguer and now MLB analyst, is going to be with us uh, at the top of the hour. Fingers crossed to end the official streak uh, coming up later in this hour. But uh, I'm glad we brought up Stammon. I wanted. I have one more point I want to make about Craig Stammon. And we'll do that when we come back after a check of traffic here with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Don't go away. from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game you have 47 new voicemails download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollars per order additional terms apply Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
were just talking about Craig Stammen and his new role with the Padres as a special assistant. Going to split some time between the minor leagues and the major leagues. Mark Loretta was just telling us about that. And I did. A, I wanted to do a little story on it last night for Channel 10 as well in my 6 o'clock news. So I needed to go back and find some Craig Stammen video. You'd be surprised. There's not a lot. I mean, when you're a long reliever, you don't amass a ton of highlights. Your job is to your job is to keep games from getting out of hand. Four and, home runs. And those solid. aren't and those aren't the kind of games that you generally get good highlights from. So the only highlight that kept coming up, if you search like Craig Stammen highlights, makes sense. Is going to be the time that he gave up four consecutive home runs. Back to back to back to back. Back to I'll back never to back forget to back. It. I know to I remember exactly Nationals. where I was. All right. You say you will never forget it. And I remembered it as well. And I go, I can't show this. I'm trying to, this is a positive story about Craig Stammen. You can't just show him getting, hey, home run, snapping his neck. There goes another one. There goes another one. Dude, the guy gets arrested and you show that. Fortunately, uh, Jesse Agler had posted a clip of a great defensive play he made where he reached behind his back and then caught a ball on a comebacker and threw it home. So I had that one. But you say you remember. Do you remember who was up going for the fifth home run who Craig Stammen struck out? Juan to end Soto. The inning? Yes, it was. Very good. He struck out Juan Soto after giving up back-to-back-to-back-to-back home runs. And then he had to face Juan Soto, who was clearly looking to make baseball <laughs> history as the first ever back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back home runs. <laughs> and he struck him out looking. Shocker. <laughs> And there was a shot of Soto walking with a big smile. <laughs> oh, of course, as he went, "Oh yeah, you got me. Yeah, you got me there." It's but just... I had forgotten. I had forgotten that part that Juan Soto was the next batter in the order that Craig Stammen struck out. I mean, very, very rarely do you even get to stay that long in an inning. Howie Kendrick, Trey Turner, Adam Eaton, and then Anthony Rendon. <laughs> and then, oh my God! I remember. I mean, I, I was watching. I think. What year was it? It was uh, 2019. I remember. I was was it Stamina who struck him out, though? It was, um, I think uh, Andy Green pulled him at that point, and someone else struck out Soto. But Soto was the guy who went for the fifth one. I was holding Bo in my arms and like walking him around the, the living room because he was fussy. Shocker. And I just was like, oh, man, that was a shot. Good battle with Howie Kendrick. Ooh, all right, you lost the battle. Next one, bomb. You're like, oh, crap. Next one, bomb. You're like, and then the fourth one, I just started yeah. cackling. I think they were down two to one, and then it was three to one, four to one, five to one, six to one. I, I just started cackling. That's all you could do. If I was on the mound, I, I would have started laughing. So I was like, hard. this is unbelievable, Ugh. man. It was great. Yeah, here's the quote from Andy Green after it. Trust Craig. He's earned that trust time and time again. He still has that trust. He deserves that trust. It's baseball. You don't get the opportunity to see seven pitches in advance. You see it in hindsight. Nobody starts running to the bullpen with their eighth inning guy on the mound after one home run. <laughs> Maybe it was a problem that Craig Stanley's getting high at that point. <laughs> He's our guy, said closer Kirby Yates. He's a guy that takes the ball and everybody follows him. He never complains. He never whines. He never backs down from a challenge. He takes the ball every day whether he feels good or not. Didn't work out for him today. He's the best option we have. You want him out there. It sucks. Hard to watch somebody go through something like that, but he'll be fine. Anyways. And we're glad he's back in the organization, and uh, Craig Stammen has always been a great guy. Do you think he can laugh about it now? Yeah, I would think so. All right, I'm going to ask him about it. Spring training. I also saw the other video, which was amazing, and I don't know if you remember this one, 
he got married. He was on his honeymoon, like 2017, and he was filming his wife. They were playing golf, and he took a shot of her teeing off. She made a hole in one. No way. Absolutely not seen nuts. That. Just him and her playing golf on their honeymoon, awesome. and she made a hole in one on video. While he was like filming it, and they absolutely lost their mind. He dropped the phone. They were screaming. Picked it back up. She was like crying. It was <laughs> it was pretty cool video actually of Craig Stammen and his uh, his new bride at the time. They call him dad. Yeah, they call him dad. And then I found the video from uh, spring training when they asked all the Padres players, "Who would you want to babysit your kids?" Craig like, Stammen. Ninety percent of them said Craig Stammen. Craig Stammen. Craig Stammen. Yep. Got to be Craig. Yep. That's the only one I trust. To watch the kids. Looking forward to those bits, man. I miss uh, miss bits, number one, and I miss spring training, and I miss the Padres. So it's it's coming. Just be patient. All right. Uh, Xavier Scruggs is scheduled to join us at the top of the hour. I'd love to talk a little bit more about uh, the Aztecs and why I am not hitting Paul's panic button. We've got the Padres panic button. We've got the Aztecs panic button. They're all there, but we're not going to hit them just yet. Just... Put the cover back on, and we're not going to hit it yet. We'll get to that coming up. We but better... you never panic, though. That's the thing. Surprised that you're not right. panicking. I'm not you the only panic. one not panicking. I'll tell you else who's not panicking when we come back on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. San Diego Legion will be hosting a special rugby match between the All Blacks of New Zealand and Fiji in July, and they're running a special pre-sale offer that starts at 12.05 p.m. today and runs until 6 p.m. tomorrow. In fact, I don't think they've even had the big announcement yet. There's supposed to be a, a large announcement later this morning. Did you just... No, I mean, it's in my... It's We're supposed to read it. Oh, it's my. in my liners list yeah. here. So get your special All Blacks <laughs> versus Fiji pre-sale code with the purchase of Legion season tickets at sdlegion.com. That is big rugby news. If yeah, you're a rugby huge. fan, that is about as big of a San Diego rugby story as you're going to get. Uh, and there'll be more details coming up on that later this morning. I read their uh, their book, Legacy, 
what the All Blacks can teach us. Uh, really, really good. Really, really good in an interesting, interesting way to uh, to run a, a business or or whatever. But uh, secrets of sustained success. Interesting. Yeah, really, really good book. Um, you know, it's uh, it's Super Bowl commercial season. It is coming up. We're yeah. less than two weeks away from the big game, and they will start leaking. Some of the commercials out beforehand. Some will be a surprise when we get to Super Bowl Sunday. I'll admit, I'm still entertained Same. by Super Bowl commercials. I have no problem with them. Uh, you remember, it was two years ago. Remember the Larry David crypto <laughs> Super Bowl ad? Yeah. When he was basically like, nah, it's not, nah, it's not going to be big. And he was wrong about all of his predictions throughout history. And then he predicted, now nah, crypto's not going to be big. Well, that was for FTX. That was the Sam Bankman-Fried, the one that really was actually a fraud, and uh, everybody lost a ton of money on it. So now Larry David is on the um, on the defendant's side of a class action lawsuit since he was part of the FTX advertisement, and he uh, he said yesterday. I wish I was on the plaintiff's side on this case. I lost a ton of money because they paid me. In FTX, and I lost a ton of money on that deal, and I, I was absolutely right in that ad. Crypto wasn't everything it was all cracked up to be. is a curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what it's based on. That it's is... absolutely right. I wonder, if they'll, yeah, I wonder if they'll tackle that in the new season coming up. This something weekend. Like that. Yeah, it starts this weekend? Yeah. Oh, 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 mama. Yeah, buddy. I almost want to wait. And just binge it, but I, know, I can't. So I can't. I can't do it. I can't. Shows weekly now. Can't, it's so hard to do. But I. I, I mean, I, I know I'm going to. be Now that dead. show is not one. It's not serial. No, serial stories but it's, that are what we would normally think of as a like. Binger. I watched a lot of shows that are notoriously good after the fact. I watched like Sons of Anarchy, sure. Breaking Bad, some of my favorite shows. They were either already in their, like their final season or two when I started or they were completed when I started and Netflix ruined everything for me. Like, have... I never want to watch a show like that with cliffhangers and all that. I can't do it's, it. You, you almost have to go back and watch it again during the week but with, with Curb it's more that you want more every time you watch it right. and you need three to four episodes to to feel satiated, it's like twenty four minutes, and you, you're like, oh, it's done already. I'll sometimes just go back and rewatch it. I, I think right ultimate, then. Ultimately, well, yes, we like instant gratification and streaming, and you want to just go to the next episode and the next one when you're sitting there. There is a certain satisfaction of having to wait for the week and the anticipation building toward the next episode of whatever drama you're hooked on, and knowing, oh, I can't wait until. Wednesday nights here, and I get to watch the next episode of Blank that comes on. And you kind of miss that nowadays because it's not how we watch TV anymore. And I get it. It was always terrible, like waiting. I wish I could watch another one. But that was part of the, that was actually part of the satisfaction yeah. as well of a good television program. Well, everyone's attention span has gone to crap. I mean, it really has. I, I'm struggling right now with True Detective season four. I, tweet, I saw your tweet, tweet about it. Supernatural no. to them, mysticism at least. No, this is the more voodoo, sci- New Orleans this, one in this, the first season. This is more like actual sci- like sci-fi potentially. So I'm like, oh boy, but I'm I'm grinding through it. I'm grinding through it, but it's not it's not gotten me so far. Then again, I have an attention span of a three-year-old, so uh, I may not be the best test audience for it. Speaking of grinding through it, that is the, uh, that's the plan right now for Brian Dutcher's Aztecs. We'll talk a little bit more about that after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. 
Aztecs lost last night 79-71 at Colorado State, their third loss in their past five games, dropped some two games back in the Mountain West uh, Conference race to Utah State, who is coming into Viejas Arena on Saturday afternoon. And uh, while I know a lot of Aztecs fans are ready to hit the panic button, Brian Dutcher is is preaching patience, which is interesting because we talked earlier about even Brian Dutcher losing some of his patience and cool in a very unusually demonstrative display during the first half during a timeout when he slammed his clipboard and screamed at his players, specifically Woods, his starters. He was not happy with the with the effort and energy that they came into the game, but he also kind of dialed it back after the game. Here was a quote from Dutch. The bench came in and played well, and the starters did not play with the edge they needed to to start the game. We're not going to hit the panic button. We have to get better. They know that. They're good kids. We're not excuse makers, but we're not going to win on the road unless we get tougher physically and get tougher mentally and find a way to fight through some of these stretches where we don't play very well. I think the most concerning thing is the start. You had a week off, and you come out like that. I mean, I I put the game on and then was told to go take the trash out. I took the trash out. It doesn't take very long. I walked back in. It was 17-3. I'm like, what the hell just happened? What the hell just happened? The, you're you're fresh. You're ready. You're prepared. Game plan's in place. And the next thing you know, you look up and you're down 14 uh, four minutes into the game. In some way, the Aztecs uh, got a little unlucky because usually when you're watching CBS Sports, the game before goes long. <laughs> yes. You don't even see the first seven minutes exactly of the Aztecs right. game. And the game before could have gone overtime. I think if... Um, I don't know, St. Bonaventure or someone had a three-pointer to send the game to OT, and they'd go, we're going to miss the entire oh, yeah. first yep. half of the Aztecs game. They got game. like three good looks for and, that. And they got all three. these good looks, and I'm going, we're going to miss the Aztecs game because <laughs> here comes overtime, and they missed every single one of them. And I go, oh, they're actually going to start the Aztecs right game on, on time. time right on change. time. And they do, and boom, 13-2, to 17-4. to <sighs> They get they get their doors blown off in the first few minutes. And, and Dutch said the bench came in and played well. In fact, when the bench was in... All of their bench players had positive plus-minus numbers. Plus-minus is the the most basic stat you can have in basketball. It's simply a calculation of when you're on the floor, does your team go further ahead or you know decrease your deficit, or do they go the wrong direction? What's the score of the game when you go in? What's the score of the game when you come out? If you're two ahead when you go in and you're eight ahead when you go out, you just had a plus-six for your time on the court. That's plus-minus. The starters last night for the Aztecs, they're plus-minus at Colorado State. Minus 6, minus 9, minus 16, minus 23, and unfortunately for Micah Parrish in his 20 minutes, minus 32 (laughs) when he was on the court. Micah didn't have a good game, and he took the brunt of it. Every time he was in the game, Colorado State was going on the run. But he was part of the starters, and, and none of them were immune to the fact that they came out Slow and sloppy and not with the kind of intensity and edge you need on the road. Uh, the turnovers were, I mean, every time you saw, he's coming, he's going to knock the ball out. Yep. You just kept watching right Colorado there. State, guys. You'd think you'd know because you guys are some of the best in the country at doing that to other teams. Does that not happen in practice when the guy sneaks up behind you and pops it out? Aren't you ready for that on the road? They just looked a little unready and unprepared for that game. And you can say it's a coaching issue. You could say that's a player issue. 
call it a rust issue because they hadn't played in a week. Whatever the issue was, though, they put themselves in a deep hole, down 14 in the first half, and they yeah they won the rest of the game from that point on. But you can't you can't dig those kind of deficits on the road and expect to win games like that. Those are those kind of comebacks when you win. Those are like once a season, maybe once every two seasons. When you put yourself in that position, you're going to lose the game 90% of the time or more. Yeah, what are your thoughts, Benny? You know, you watch the majority of every single game. Is it a coaching issue when the hot hand isn't being fed? Is it a coaching issue with the rotations, the starting lineup? Is there a, a change that you can make or would make to the team to, to give them a little spark in the next game? Because the next game is massive. I had some doubts about Brian Dutcher in the first couple of seasons. I, I they've all been they've all been answered yep. and satisfied. It's it, it's not a trust, coaching issue. You're saying trust it's, the process. It's a college basketball issue. Every single year, you're always integrating new and young players without the experience. You cannot replicate the experience for Elijah Saunders of going to 6,000 feet of altitude in a hostile Mountain West environment until he's actually done it. And, yeah, I know Jaden Ledee and a couple of the players have been there before, but you're always going to have some players who it's going to be a little overwhelming, especially on the road in those first few conference games until they kind of get used to the fact that, yeah, this is brutal. There's, everything is against you. The refs are against you. The crowd is against you. The the air is even against you that you're breathing in the Mountain West for the most part. The travel schedules are against you. It's just a really tough conference to play on the road. And only a team like last year's San Diego State team with fifth-year seniors who had gone through it several times already can really even be expected to to have that kind of success like the Aztecs had last year on the road. Breaking, Breaking. San Diego Padres what? news. Benjamin from Ken Rosenthal. Are you ready for that's this? a real that's a real person. It's a real person. I'm double checking the account. Yes, free agent, left-handed reliever Wandy Peralta is in agreement with the San Diego Padres on a four-year, sixteen point five million dollar contract with three opt-outs. Sources tell me and Dennis Lynn deal is pending a physical. Three opt out. Uh, in in one sense, just consider it then a one year deal, essentially. Correct. Uh, I know he's good. He's gone. Wandy Peralta is a player that a number of teams were interested in. Was one of the better relievers left on the market. In that sense, that's a, that's a good pickup for the San Diego Padres at a fairly just my instant reaction. Good pickup at a fairly affordable price. Mets were way in on him. They wanted him badly. Right. But uh, the Padres getting him and another left-hander in the bullpen. Does he play left field as Can well? he play left but field? What we're all thinking, of course, is another reliever. You've already signed two free agent relievers, yeah. the only free agents you've signed this offseason. And now you're adding another reliever to the it's mix. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good pitcher, man. Pretty good pitcher. He's 32 years old, spent the last three seasons with the Yankees, posted an ERA, sub-three ERA, 
over this time, his cumulative ERA sits at 282. Hard sinker, 95.9 miles an hour. Change-up slider, strong whiff rates. Uh, predominantly generates a lot of soft contact on the ground. Great. I mean, uh, he's thrown 54 or more innings the last two seasons. He's got a couple of walk issues. Yeah, Ruben will get that out of him, no problem. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, good deal. Good deal. Uh, interesting pickup and, and bolstering a bullpen that we kind of assume. Could this be a sign? Yes. More to come. Well. I thought you were going to say, is the spigot open right now uh, the sign that um no I, I would say that that maybe there's trade talks involving a younger controllable reliever like a Stephen wilson that has value maybe. to other teams maybe. right now because you didn't address any of your actual needs you're the bullpen we had the discussion like the one thing i felt pretty comfortable about now was the bullpen going into the season this obviously makes it even better yeah. and you can't complain about that but is it possible that they're going to use some of that bullpen, maybe, maybe one of the younger players, to dangle in a trade offer to address an outfield situation Mike, Mike for, Pet- going Mike, forward? Mike Petriello tweets, four years with three opt-outs is in the running for the funniest contract of all time. <laughs> you're Welcome not paying, to the San Diego You're, you're not paying attention to A.J. Preller's <laughs> contracts if that's funny, because they all look like that. That was essentially Ooh. Nick Martinez, yep. Michael Waka, yep. Seth Lugo. They all had similar type deals, and uh, and yeah, that's and, and other teams are doing that as well. By the way, AJ, you can laugh at him, but he's kind of on the cutting edge I mean, of on. those deals because other teams are now copying those kind of opt out deals. Who's copying? Them? I've seen a few of them on I other know, teams I can't this year. Call any that have, it, are like that. Not necessarily every year opt outs, but. Much there's much more in the way of opt outs and deals that we've I'm seen gonna, in this last couple of offseasons. I'm going to insist in our next contract that I have an opt out after every <laughs> single year, so that I have to negotiate a higher salary every, every show. Every show. <laughs> I'm opting out, so sorry. Call me later if you want me here tomorrow. If you don't, then suck it. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, that is interesting. That is interesting. I was uh, sorry to interrupt your Aztecs talk, but I wanted to get. No, that no, time. I'm glad uh, that, that you're paying attention to breaking news. Well, cause... somebody in the chat had clued me in. I was I was listening to your uh, Aztecs campfire stories and enjoying them very much. Um, but somebody in the class uh, in the chat said, "Yeah, we got uh, Wandy Peralta." So. Good pickup. We'll see what happens, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, now that the 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 hand is loose and you're signing some checks right now, you're ready to go out and get some outfielders and address some of the other needs. And um, it does, you know, is Wandy a nickname or is that uh, short oh. for something? No, Wandy Luis Peralta Dominguez, Dominican professional baseball pitcher. Cool. Now with the San Diego Padres, yeah, career nineteen eighteen three point eight eight ERA. It's a good pickup. Yeah, and it's it, yeah, it's definitely a good pickup. It was not someone that I was expecting the Padres to be in. On. Not I on saw my radar. Other teams talking about him this just this last week. I kept seeing the name Wandy Peralta uh, pop up without any connection to the San Diego Padres, which is a good reminder. It's a good sign that where there's smoke, sometimes there's fire. But there does not have to be any smoke at all for AJ Preller to make a move. That he makes many moves that are completely out of left field without any buildup whatsoever in terms of rumors and chat on social media and insiders going. That's almost why when the um, Michael Lorenzen news popped up this week, it almost made me think, well, he's not going to be a Padre. Yeah. Because you heard, you heard about it. Feel right now, Ben, does it feel like a left-handed 
back end guy is a superfluous signing a little bit? Yes. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, <laughs> asked and answered. It's the kind of move you make when you feel like you've already got a World Series contender. Yeah. And you, you feel like to, the Rangers you, make this move, the Braves you, you, get yeah, him. You're just, like, oh, just, okay. Just to no. overwhelm the opposition. We're not taking any chances. We want to make sure we're, we've got plenty of depth in case we have injuries in our bullpen. And now we've got Wandy Peralta, too. Like, I'm not mad at it I'm at not all. mad at it, I guess. But it, if but it, it doesn't not, answer any of the questions I mean, screaming think, for exactly. think about weeks. Think about this, though. And... We can talk a little bit more about it after the break. I know we have Xavier Scruggs coming on. He probably has faced Wandy Peralta at some point. Um, if what did what did Josh Hader get? Ninety five million dollars. So they've replaced Josh Hader, kind of in a composite production for. A, I mean, they spent some money on their Asian players, but less than half of what Josh Hader is getting. Yeah. And my guess is they're getting three. Solid guys who will amount to more than a Josh Hader over the course of a season. Yeah, like you said, I'm not not mad at the move uh, at all, but I also know that there needs to be more, and it takes a little bit off of that total that you thought that you might have to spend. So we'll see what happens. All right, we'll see if uh, our guest streak ends, if uh, Xavier Scruggs is on the other end of the line. When we come back with the 9 o'clock hour of Ben and Woods, it is next here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.